This episode of the Global Franchise Podcast is brought to you by Location Bank. Are customers struggling to find you? Is the competition getting the first found advantage? Tired of being beaten to the punch? Good news, Location Bank can help. Create one version of the digital truth, engage with customers, track key digital performance metrics and boost digital visibility across your whole franchise network from one platform. Be found with Location Bank. Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, bringing you discussions with the hottest leaders in the industry today. I'm Kieran McLoon, editor for Global Franchise Magazine. We've had a tremendous amount of success with franchisees from the various brands in the portfolio purchasing other brands. And the key is that we have one customer. Our customer is the family. That that family is typically uh, led by mom. And so we say mom is our customer and kid is our user. And everything that we do is offering classes, camps, leagues, one-time events, and birthday parties. It just changes how that offering is to the consumer based on which brick and mortar location they go into. Today's guest is perhaps one of our most in-demand yet, with Michael O'Browning Jr. being a hot commodity within the North American franchising scene. Having launched Unleashed Brands in 2021, Michael has continued with impressive momentum and was recently appointed to the IFA's board of directors, giving him a direct line into the American franchising community. Michael's history with franchising goes back over a decade when he founded and ran Urban Air Adventure Parks back in 2010. This has now become a part of the Unleashed Brands portfolio, which also includes concepts like Class 101, Premier Martial Arts, Snapology, Little Gym, and most recently, XP League. Join us as we catch up with Michael about the future plans for Unleashed Brands, as well as his learnings and experiences having become a key figure within the international franchising landscape. I think there's really two main things that I've learned over the past 11 years, one of which is really getting a good understanding of who our consumer is. The consumer at Urban Air, which we started back in 2010, is a mom with three kids who drives a minivan, who's looking for places for her kids to celebrate, connect, and escape. And we spent over a decade learning how to serve that family well. The other thing that we learned over the last 10, 11 years is how to be a successful franchisor. Um, I didn't come from a franchise background. And so there were a lot of learnings and mistakes along the way over the last 10 years that allowed me to be prepared for Uh, overseeing and leading and guiding multiple franchise organizations all under one umbrella. And uh, just kind of along those lines of the the one umbrella you're now or managing, you know, we've seen kind of this sort of cross-brand integration already within the Unleashed portfolio with a lot of Snapology centers, for example, appearing within urban air sites. Um, Do you envision a future, Michael, where all Unleashed brands concepts can coexist within one physical space or are there kind of benefits to keeping those distinct within their own locations? I, I do see a world where there will be more than just Snapology inside of urban air. Mm. We're also opening this month the world's first combination of the little gym and Snapology together 
in a retail location here in Dallas, Texas. So you will see two signs on the building, but you'll go in one front door. There's a shared lobby, shared bathrooms, shared administrative spaces, but the guests will go in and go to the right to go to the little gym and go to the left to go to Snapology. So that's a way that we're able to leverage um, existing real estate, get economies of scale on labor, technology, and again, on occupancy costs. So we're looking at it in, in a lot of different ways and, and executing it in a lot of different ways. Right. And I appreciate it's still early days with, as we said, uh, Unleash Brands only was founded last year. Yeah. Um, but do you kind of have the experience at the moment of multi-brand franchisees that open, you know, these multiple brands within the Unleash portfolio, or is that something that hasn't quite, you know, matured to that point yet? No, it's it. We've had a tremendous amount of success with franchisees from the various brands in the portfolio purchasing other brands. Right. So we have Urban Air franchisees who have purchased Snapologies. They've purchased the Little Gym. We have Little Gym franchisees who have purchased uh, Urban Air. We have uh, Little Gym franchisees who have purchased Premier Martial Arts and, and vice versa. There's a lot of cross-pollination. And the key is that we have one customer. Our customer is the family. That that family is typically uh, led by mom. And so we say mom is our customer and kid is our user. And everything that we do is offering classes, camps, leagues, one-time events, and birthday parties. It just changes how that offering is to the consumer based on which brick and mortar location they go into. So because our franchisees with their originating brand have perfected serving mom and the family, it's very easy for them to step into another brand. We like to call it the game of monopoly. Their market is their game board and they need to own all of the pieces on the game board so that no matter where mom lands, she's interacting with them. It, it, it allows us to have lower consumer acquisition costs and longer and higher lifetime value of the guests. Right. And that's, of course, a great endorsement for the kind of acquisitions you are making as a franchisor, surely, because, you know, the franchisees themselves are recognizing that these other complementary brands are a great fit for their own portfolio. Um, when we're talking, of course, about the the growth of Unleashed Brands as a franchisor, your most recent acquisition was XP League. And we've spoken with its founder, Jay Melamed, already on the Global Franchise Podcast. Um, but I was curious, Michael, because uh, some people may assume that when a franchisor like yourself is acquiring new brands, they're often smaller brands that perhaps need assistance with support and growth. But XP League, of course, is a, you know, while it is a, an emerging brand, it's a very flourishing brand that has got some real momentum behind it. So I was curious what kind of support and guidance you provide to those already booming franchise concepts like XP League when they first join your, your organization. That's a great question. And first, it's really, it's not a one-way street. I mean, there's lots of value that XP League, Jay and his vision bring to Unleashed and the other brands. So it's not always we're the one that's bringing the value. Although we do bring a lot of value, it really is a two-way street. And that's what we love about the Unleashed Brands ecosystem. However, no brand, uh, big or small, has it all figured out, has every piece of support technology, infrastructure in place uh, that, that they really need long-term. And so we're able to go in and work with a great founder like Jay and say, Jay, you know, what, what keeps you up at night? What, are, what do you wish you have? Uh, what are franchisees telling you that they really need? And can we get that to you, help you build that faster than, than how 
what it would take for you to do it on your own? And, and the majority of the time, the answer is yes. And so that's where we come in. It's not a one size fits all where we change every brand to the, the way that Unleash Brands does things or other brands do it. It's really empowering the brands um, around what they need so that they can carry out their vision and their mission. Right. And um, so, yeah, it certainly sounds like it's a, a much more collaborative process than some people may assume from the outside when you're acquiring these organizations. Um, we've we've spoken in the past, Michael, with multi-brand franchisees themselves that operate within one segment, similar to how Unleashed Brands, a lot of your brands are, you know, this child enrichment kind of industry. Um, and the franchisees that we've spoken to specifically within the food and beverage segment have now had to consider diversifying due to market saturation or perhaps conflicting brands within their portfolio. Now, of course, Unleashed Brands is a slightly different um, scenario because you're a franchisor as opposed to a multi-brand franchisee. But do you envision a, a similar issue that will prompt you to maybe diversify the kinds of brands that you eventually acquire? Or do you think that, in fact, you'll remain within this segment for the long term? Yeah, there is so much opportunity out there in the youth enrichment space. And when you really think about our investment thesis, we are partnering and acquiring brands that fall into three categories, categories that help kids learn the basics. So learn science, technology, engineering, and math, grow in their skills and hobbies and play. So learn, play, and grow. And, and across the learn, play, and grow segments, we're, we're looking for franchised brands. Maybe there's great concepts out there that we can take from being owner operator to franchised, or we may need to own and operate a brand that's too complex to be franchised, or um, maybe, maybe the cost of entry is too high. So we are very focused in our three pillars, learn, play, grow, but we are very flexible in the type of businesses and organizations we acquire so that we can bring the maximum value to mom and her family. And um, on a slightly different angle when it comes to the future growth and development of Unleashed, at the minute, of course, your portfolio is very North America-centric. And I was just wondering, Michael, whether you had any plans on heading further international, whether your plans are maybe slightly more domestically focused at the moment. There, there's tremendous amount of white space and headroom in the United States, so we're going to continue the growth here. However, uh, we believe that no matter a kid's origin of birth, race, religion, um, they all need to learn, play, and grow in order to develop into what they're destined to be. And so we believe that an international strategy is something that we will execute on. Um, but first, we're the, what we're focusing on is the domestic expansion. And then we will take the learnings from here and roll it out internationally. That's really great to hear. Well, my uh, my final question for you, Michael, is just more about your kind of experiences as a franchisor up until this point. Um, as the the CEO of such you know a vast growing organizations, what uh, what key leadership lessons would you say that you would share with prospective entrepreneurs who are perhaps looking to follow in your footsteps or just embark on their own franchising journey? Yeah, you know, I always tell people, uh, don't try to be everything to everyone. Uh, find out who your customer is and serve them well. Uh, bring them value or solve problems for them. In the franchising space, the, the relationship between the franchisor and the franchisee is, is, is just that. It's a relationship. And so as a franchisor, understanding what franchisees are going through, what they're dealing with, listening to them, um, helping solve their problems day to day uh, will help you move a lot faster than 
uh, operating in a vacuum at the home office. And um, so, so that's one. And then two, I guess three would be uh, we're big believers in owning and operating each of the brands that we acquire. We want to, we say, eat our own dog food. We want to understand the ins and outs of every business that we own so that when we do go to the franchisees, we're going to them and saying, hey, we want to make this change because what we're seeing in the day-to-day operations is X, Y, and Z. Not, we want to do something, but we're not in it day-to-day, so the franchisees can't really relate to us. So those are a few of the things I've learned along the way that have really, um, have been shared with me and have, have helped in in my success. Absolutely, yeah, I think that's very sage advice for both franchisees and franchisors like yourself. So um, once again, Michael, thank you very much for joining us and looking forward to seeing what's next from Unleashed Brands as we move forward this year. Thank you for having me. It makes a lot of sense that Michael and his team waited for over a decade before launching the Unleashed Brands organization because it allowed him to learn more about the franchising model and how he could support the new concepts he brought on board. As he said, nobody brand new has it all figured out, so this level of collaboration and teamwork is essential for future growth. And if the Unleashed portfolio is anything to go by, it's certainly working. I imagine we'll hear more about the future acquisitions made by the group before the year's end. We'd be keen to hear your thoughts on this. Do you see child enrichment brands as a growing sector or is true potential found elsewhere in the market at the moment? Make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.